If I had a to-do list, Rafferty thinks, it wouldn't have a single thing crossed out. In two days, he's made no progress at all. Artit hasn't found a scrap of data on Donut in any of the city's databases. The battered guard from Madame Wings hasn't set foot outside his apartment. Chuk Ran has not contacted Madame Wing. Donut has not called. The forgery of the deed to Madame Wing's house has been made and one copy sent to her, but nothing has happened to bring it into play. When Rose comes home from Bangkok Domestics with the news that two of her women have gotten jobs, but also reports that the woman who runs the business had treated her with contempt, it is almost a relief for Rafferty to pick up the phone and methodically take the woman apart. When he has finished, Superman is regarding him with raised eyebrows that signal something like admiration. While Meow was at school, Rafferty played Tetris on his computer with Superman and suffered one humiliating defeat after another. The boy could see patterns faster than Rafferty could blink. It wouldn't have been so bad if the kid hadn't laughed, an irritating, rooster-like sound, every time Rafferty made a mistake. Not so long ago, Rafferty said in English. I'd have given anything to hear you laugh. Now I'd give anything if you stopped. The distraction of the computer gave Rafferty the time he needed to be able to look at Superman without seeing the battered, violated boy in the cheap hotel room. By the fourteenth straight loss, Rafferty could meet the boy's eyes. While Rafferty stewed over the lack of progress, the boy fixed the garbage disposal, the toaster, the stuck window, the light switch in Meow's room, the light leaks around the air conditioner, and the combination mechanism on Rafferty's suitcase, which had been permanently locked. He also eradicated the stain on the carpet, to Rose's obvious pleasure. Rafferty and Rose did not discuss their situation, but there was a lightness to her, in her bearing, in her voice, that made Rafferty smile at inappropriate moments. Superman took to imitating him, which Meow found hilarious. On the third night, Rose went home to clean her own place, and without her to provide moral and nutritional guidance, Rafferty took the kids to McDonald's, and they ate their recommended allowance of fat for the decade. On the walk home, he told them the story about the three little pigs, changing it so it ended with a recipe for roast pork. Superman thought the new ending was funny. Meow didn't. Rafferty talked them through the crowded sidewalk, improvising a plan to write a fairy tale cookbook soap-flavored breadcrumbs that children could drop behind them in the woods without the birds eating them, a low-calorie gingerbread house, a wolf stew with boiled grandmother. Superman made a few contributions, but Meow walked silently between them. When Rafferty laughed aloud at something the boy suggested, she moved around to Rafferty's other side so he was in the middle. Accepting the hint, Rafferty let his hand drop lightly onto the back of the boy's neck. Superman gave a tiny start and stopped talking in mid-word. But he did not move away, and a moment later, he picked up where he'd left off. Rafferty felt like he'd just won a marathon. They got home and settled happily in the living room, although it felt a little emptier without Rose. Meow began to cut out the figures from her drawings and paste them together in new combinations, and Rafferty suffered a few more grueling defeats at Tetris. At nine o'clock, he put the kids to bed and curled up on the couch with his gun. He decided he'd had a wonderful day.